Hello and welcome to the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. I'm your host, Adam Castor. Here as always, my co-host, Ed Birdsall. Mr. Birdsall, another day, another mock draft. Exciting stuff. Adam, it's a great day. It really is a great, it really is a fantastic day. It's mock draft Saturday. Falling in Reverse released a new song this week. By the way, if you don't know Falling in Reverse, they're the people that do the intro at the, at the beginning of this. They actually covered a Papa Roach song. And um, yeah, I heard it. I heard it Wednesday morning. Yeah, I, I was fucked up. I was fucked up for the entire day. <laughs> it is very good. It is. It, 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 it's exceptional. I'm glad that you specified because I feel like saying that you were fucked up for the rest of the day can give people different, very differing um, opinions on what you thought of the song. It mentally fucked me up. Because it is, it is deep, and, and the song, the song for anybody that knows it is "Last Resort" by Papa Roach. That's a, it's a classic. It is a classic. Like, would I say it's it's like metal? I would say it's more like hard rock. I would say hard like rock. punk I rock. I, say, I don't know how I would say metal. Like punk, punk rock. rock. Punk rock. Yeah, sure, sure, kind of. Hey, listen, listen. I did Alt Nation for like two semesters and a summer. I could have been fucking producer of that show, but no. Contradiction is where it's at. Contradiction. Old Asian was a fun one. Contradiction was the shit. That was so much fun. I'd have to encounter anybody when I was in the studio by myself at 11 o'clock. That was, (laughs) that was like, chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful scenes. Well, plus Um, you're already passionate about country. So it all worked out. Oh, of course. Of, uh, Of course I am. Let me let me see, let me see what's on my uh, my um, most listened to for like the last week with my with my country ish, and I'll turn I'll turn the people on some some good country, not not that pump that pop country crap. That that's not country music, Adam. Regard, oh, you're regardless, not, you're not a big Taylor Swift fan. That's not country music. I, that, that that is pop. That's pop well, music. It's not really country music, but that is, it's still funny. It's pop music, Adam. It is, it is pop music. Um, uh, Sticks and Stones by Lucas Nelson. That's what that's what I've listened to the most this week. Go check it. Go check it out for any, anybody who is uh, who is who is interested in the uh, in the country music scene. All right. Well, and then, and then of course go check out my man, uh, my man Ronnie, my man Ronnie Radke with uh, with Last Resort. F- fantastic song. Cry, bald, bald my ass that Wednesday morning. That was good stuff. Interesting. Very interesting. Well, we do have a mock draft. We are smack dab in the middle for this one at number five. Some would say that this is one of the worst places to pick in the draft. See, see, and this is this is a question that actually nobody has asked yet, because I, di- I did check the mailbag today. And, um, you know, just to kind of see where I'm at for a potential uh, mailbag show. Nobody has asked the question of where, like, the best spot the draft is this year. And quite Usually honestly, it's an annual occurrence. It, it's going to be asked eventually, but I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll get ahead of it right now. I kind of think that like four, five, six in 10 and 12 team leagues. I think that's all right. Even, even in a 12, like if you said in a 12, you're picking seven overall. 
and you might have the choice then between like the wide receiver three, the RB six, or Travis Kelsey. Like that's not bad. That's not that's, that's not bad at all. I, I I do think the middle the middle of the draft is really not a terrible spot to be, especially in the first round, because you're still going to get yourself an elite talent. And then you're close enough in the second round where you're not, you know, necessarily taking a guy that might fall in the third round. You might not be having to reach him in the second. You'll get a, a pretty solidified second round talent. So this is kind of the, the part of the draft that I'm definitely the most interested in for the sake of odds are most people are going to be in this spot. This is kind of like for some people, they find this to be, you know, the dead zone, no man's land all bit. I actually find myself just when I'm doing mocks on my own. I kind of find four, five, six to be a pretty, a pretty good spot where I'm able to build some uh, some pretty fun teams. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Four, five, four, five, six are a lot of fun. Well, this position in the draft is really one of those where the pros and one of the pros and one of the and one of the cons of this position is basically the same phrase: is you're not affected by the snake because right. the, you know you don't get the benefits of picking high. And you don't get the drawbacks of, you know, having to wait a million years in between picks. You know, it's very consistent. I think for me as an indecisive person, I'm not a huge fan of the middle of the draft because there's just so many options where early in the draft, you have a better idea about what you're doing. And, you know, there's a lot of talent there. That's like head and shoulders above the rest later in the draft. You know, you're you have a lot of options there too, but at least you're like, okay, it's probably better to pick a receiver here, going off of what a lot of people are saying and what you're thinking. But with the middle of the draft, you can really, you know, you're on the fence. You can go either way. As far as like you were saying before, you could pick, you know, a top running back, top receiver, um, or Travis Kelsey. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there are a lot of choices for people that love to have the freedom of decision making you know this is the spot for you but for me i I don't know i can go either way with it which is pretty fitting for where this is in the in the draft order and i know a lot of people also like being at the turns because they like the potential for for quick turnarounds they like to see who's there and there's not really a, a massive decision to be made because you have a lot of time and it's you know you you know who you take and it's like all right a couple picks later if so-and-so is there, I take so-and-so and, and, you know, you don't have much time in between, like, like Adam said, but four, five, six, four, five, six is a lot of fun. Four, five, six is a lot of fun. I, I, I want to have a five somewhere. I, I definitely want to have a five somewhere. Just, just not in my, not in my startup dynasty, league, please. I, I don't actually, actually, you know what? Let me look at my dynasty ranks. Maybe five won't be, won't be so bad. Uh, No, actually five wouldn't be too bad. Five wouldn't be too bad. That could be that could be McCaffrey. That could be a uh, a win now, win now sort of pick. That'd be interesting. I would love if dy- I was in my dynasty leagues. people out there. <laughs> love my dynasty people. If I was in, I mean, I'm only in two leagues this year, um, only. I think for people who are not in the fantasy community or like, what do you mean only in two leagues? That's still a lot of time commitment. Maybe three, depending on how my work fantasy league goes, but. I feel like if I was in like a bunch of leagues like you were, I'd want to have a wider distribution of picks, like as far as positions, because then you're not doing the same thing over and over again. 
and you have more variety in your teams also. And you can avoid the problem that we always talk about where it's like, oh, I don't want to have, you know, Austin Eckler in five different places because if he gets injured, then I'm fucked in five different places. Um, so, I'm trying to cut yeah. down the amount of leaks that I'm in this year. And I'm trying, I'm trying to cut out as many redrafts as I possibly can. And I'm trying to be in more keeper and dynasty and, uh, and, and salary cap keeper with contracts involved, uh, more guillotines. If anybody has a guillotine league and they want to hit me up, hit me up. Be grateful. I'll, I'll, hell, I'll pay. I'll pay double the entrance fee. I don't care. Would you want to be in a salary cap league? Why not? Salary cap auction. Oh, I yes. see. Yes. That's what they call auction. Yes, that's what that's what they call auction leagues now. Yes, there's, I was there's, not there's salary cap leagues. I didn't realize that that was because that's confusing because an auction and a salary cap league, it's different. Those are two different things, or at least they sound like two different things. Yes. Like as far as names. Yes. But auctions, salary caps. I, 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 I love my auctions. I love them. They, they are fun. They are fun, fun, fun. And you incorporate, and you incorporate contracts into them where, Say you buy, say you have Patrick Mahomes for twenty five bucks. Then you have to sign him up for a three year deal where year one is thirty, year two is thirty five, year three is forty, and you have to hold into that three year deal. And then it comes out from your next year's keeper budget. You can keep your entire team, and you don't even have to draft in the in in the auction. You don't have to participate if you don't really want to. You can just keep your entire team. Or you go into the the, the the auction with like $10 or you throw everybody back and you just start from scratch and you have your full budget. Can you imagine if actual NFL teams behave that way? They're like, oh, no, we have enough. We're up to the cap. So we're just not going to participate in the NFL draft. The, 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 the Cowboys <laughs> would be restructuring contracts every every single offseason. That's how they could participate in the draft. They don't participate in free agency. They participate in the draft. It might just be the Cowboys in every single draft. And it sounds like the NHL. Jerry Jerry would not know what to do with himself without without the NFL draft. That uh, that that is that man's Christmas. Okay, well that sounds a bit more interesting. He doesn't, uh, than... he doesn't get his Christmas his kids his grandkids Christmas gifts. He says to his grandkids, "Son, for Christmas, you get to come to the Cowboys' warm room at the Star with me, Jerry Jones with the Dallas Cowboys." It's a very convincing accent. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Probably your third most convincing accent that you that you can do. What what what's number one and number two? Well, number one is your current your actual accent, your oh, Long the, Island the, accent, the New York accent. Oh, I'm from New York. I'm from Long Island. And I'm the second one is I have my windows open right now. I'm drinking my coffee. I have my evening espresso afterwards. Oh, I'm living living life, Adam. Here on Long Island, Huntington, Long Island. Having fun in the cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm having so much fun in the cool. Having a great time. And the second one is your uh, Liverpool accent. That which one? There's two. Okay. <laughs> there are two. There are, there are two. It's very important to specify which one we're talking about. It's the, it's the Jamie Carragher one. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Moussana? Sign your money. 
Bobby Firmino, Bobby Firmino no longer with Liverpool, Adam. Can you believe this? Can you believe I, it? Bobby I'll Firmino no longer at Liverpool. He's going to Saudi Arabia. Can you believe it, Adam? We have Alisson, Virgil van Dijk, Sadio Mane at Bayern. Can you believe this? What, what is Anfield going to look like? And Adam, we're in the Europa League. Can you believe this? This is shocking. I hate to say Liverpool, it. Liverpool, 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 in the Europa League. Can you believe it? Arsenal, Arsenal going out and signing Kai Havertz. They're going to sign Declan Rice. They're going to sign Yuri and Timber. It's going down. I'm yelling Timber. They're, they're signing all these players. When I saw Kai Havertz be in an Arsenal shirt on your Instagram, I thought that this was like a meme that somebody made. It was like AI generated. I was like, Kai Havertz of all people? Listen, listen, listen. Also, by the way, as a Manchester City fan, yeah. uh, fuck Kai Havertz. Guy's a great guy. Guy, guy, guy is uh, he great guy. Great guy. Always, For those always who don't a know. Big, big fan of his work. Um, he scored what that I can, one what goal. I can tell you is living living with a uh, a Chelsea supporter um, who had Nirvana, courtesy of Kai Havertz. Um, today was a rather exceptional day. It was also, it was an exceptional day. Also, have fun overpaying for Declan Rice. What do you mean overpay? What, what, what are you talking about? You spent 125 million on Declan 105. Rice. 105. Okay. 105 million pounds. That's a lot of money. No, it's not. You spent 100 million on Jack Grealish. That's Champions League winner, Jack Grealish. Yeah. And, and, and with the trajectory of this team, it could be future Champions League winner, Declan Rice. Listen, there's no winning with my football club. There's no winning. We signed Declan Rice for 105 million pounds. Oh, it's a complete overpay. Declan Rice is just a bang average midfielder. I think a lot of we, people at the time thought that Jack Grealish was an overpay. Also, no, nobody said myself, that it was a smart sign. Myself included. Myself included. And I was very wrong. But with Arsenal, it was say Man City signs Declan Rice and we don't sign him. Oh, Arsenal! Arsenal bottled it. They didn't sign. They didn't sign Declan Rice. Declan Rice is going to go to Man City. He's going to be the next Xavi under under Pep Guardiola. They're going to win the Champions League again. They're going to win. The, they're going to win the treble again. And good g- goodbye. Goodbye to the Premier League being a competitive league because now it's going to be a Farmers League. That's what that that is honestly what the Premier League was was on the verge of becoming. If you signed Declan Rice, so thank Almighty God that Mikel Arteta saved us all. Great guy. Honestly, that our team is going to look pretty different next year. There, there, there was no doubt, though, that if you had Declan Rice in your midfield with Rodri, it, 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 that, that's it. That's that's game, set, match. It'd be Rice, Rodri, and De Bruyne. Game, set, match. Because Gundogan left. Bernardo's looking to leave. Calvin Mahrez, Phillips can't get a game. Yeah. Mares might leave. He's not a midfielder, but still. Yeah, they're gonna have to put Johnny Johnny Stones in midfield again. Johnny Johnny Stones. He gets the Blues excited, and he fucking hates United. Johnny Johnny Stones. Ladies and gentlemen, Adam actually sang on a podcast. I can't believe it. 
I sang like two weeks ago or whatever, yeah, three was weeks before, ago. That was before I hit record. That doesn't count. Oh, that's true. That doesn't count. We are live. All right, fine. We are fine. live. That is going to be in an episode. Ladies and gentlemen, bookmark this episode. Adam actually sang on a podcast. This, 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 this is revolutionary stuff. This, this is, this is just absolutely fabulous content. You're welcome. Don't get used to it. Also, <laughs> watch out! Watch out for uh, Man City and uh, and Celta Vigo midfielder uh, Gabby Vega. Watch out for him. Also, you want your little got, ins- inside information? There it is. We've got Gavardiola. I've heard that. I saw that chant thing on Twitter, which is hilarious. And he's insane. <laughs> yeah, Gavard- Gavardiola is insane. It's not actually Gavardiola. It's just to fit. It's just to make the chant work. It's it's, it's, Gavard- I, it's Gavard- Gavard- I, I said that it's it's Gavardiola, but it's yeah. It's it's Gavardiola without the A. Yeah, and he's he's sick. He's sick, and people will say he's an overpay. Okay, all right, cool, cool. Declan Rice makes Arsenal a much better team, an infinitely better team. Gavardiola, Gavardiola, maybe not immediately. But in three, four years, when they're looking to move out Ruben Diaz and, and John Stones, yeah, yeah, G- Gavardio is going to be he 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 is on that same level as as Saliba. Well, you know, people always talk about how we overpay for all of our players, but how much did Julian Alvarez cost? That was a thirty. If was that thirty, if that it was. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't think it was that much. No, I, I I think 30 might be a lot. I think 30 may be, may be a lot. But Adam, uh, to, 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 to counter your point before we start this this uh, this mock, I have a question for you. Question we still haven't you. started. Yeah, we still yes. haven't started. We still haven't started. But I have a question for you. Um, mm-hmm. Between um, Declan Rice and Bukayo Saka, how much money have we spent? How much? I don't know. How much? One hundred and five million. That's because great. Bukayo, because Bukayo Saka is hell through and through. Great guy. Love him. And Liverpool, okay. Liverpool, Liverpool thought they had a chance at him. <laughs> Silly. I can do the same thing with Phil Foden, Kevin De Bruyne. Literally, except it's less. Huh. Huh. Oh, because Phil Foden came through. Came through at Man City. I see what you're saying. I see what you're yeah. saying. I thought I thought you was, I thought you were going off and saying something like Kevin De Bruyne was was Man City Academy. I was like, I was about to be like, no, it's what? Phil Foden. Yeah, that is Phil Foden. Yes, the Stockport Pirlo, Phil Foden. Yeah, we the, we, and we and we have the Croydon De Bruyne, Emil Smith Rowe, <laughs> great guy. Whoa, whoa, here we go. Saka and Emil Smith Rowe. Anyway, let's start this mock. Come on, Adam, finish chant. Saliba? Saliba! <laughs> took me a second. I was like, where the where's he going with this? <laughs> that was very good. That was very good. You know, what are my chants? Oh, that's awesome. All right, let's start this fucking mock. <laughs> so yeah, same uh same rules as, as always. If you want to Know yeah, what the rules yeah, are. Yeah, I, I, I could fucking start it now. <laughs> yeah, you could start it now. Same rules. Just oh, listen to our previous God. episodes to figure figure out what the rules are. 
Um, ooh, I think there was a bit of a UI change. Slightly. A slight UI change on Fantasy Oh, Pros. yeah. Oh, wow. This is pretty. This is this is nice. <gasps> Does Isaiah Pacheco have a picture? Well, we'll have to see. But I'm not looking. I'm not looking. I promise. I'm not looking. I want to be as surprised as everybody else. If Isaiah Pacheco has a picture, I am taking responsibility. If he doesn't, if he doesn't, I am not taking responsibility. Although, yeah, no, I don't know if you're being like facetious because the only thing that really changed was the icons next to the yeah. picks. Uh-huh. That's, That's what I'm it. talking about. It looks oh. sleek. Because you is- made it sound like they changed the whole thing. They did. They put a lot of work into this by people at Fantasy Pros. Shout out yeah. Fantasy Pros. Great people. Great people. All right. Well. By the way, use a draft simulator. Great stuff. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Who do you want to pick here? Uh, Do you want to read out who went the first four picks? Do you forgot how to do this? Uh, Yeah, it's been a week. Guy misses one episode and forgets forgets how this works. Yep. Just don't even know. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler, Justin Jefferson, B. John Robinson. Uh, Those are your top four. No, B. John sucks. That's that's a tough one. Um. All right, well we can we can go running back or we can go receiver. Um I'm I don't know about very, Jonathan Taylor. Well, for, for 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 me it, it it's either Barkley or Jamar Chase. I have Jamar Chase higher in my ranks. So I have Jamar Chase at the rank. I think I, yeah, yeah, I think I take Jamar Chasse in a contract year. Mm. Oh god, that's right. I like that. Was the 2023 draft really that Long ago, or Yamar, the 2020 draft that long ago, Yamar Chasse. Well, not not in a, not in a contract year, but as to determine whether or not he's going to get his option, and then then he'll be in a contract year. I think something catastrophic has to happen for him for the Bengals to not pick up Jamar Chase's option, and then he'll be in a contract year. Yeah, but I great guy. Whatever, I still think I still think we should pick Jamar Chase. Okay, so let's good. do it. All right, good. That 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 solves that long winded debate. That Your wasn't really a debate. All right. Then it was Saquon Barkley, Jonathan Taylor, Derek Henry, Tony Pollard, Ramondre Stevenson, Josh Jacobs, Travis Kelsey, Kenneth Walker the third, Cooper Cup, and Nicholas Chubb. So two things that two things I want to mention. Number one, Derek Henry back in the first round. I I I knew that was coming. I have him. I have him at twelve right now in, in my ranks and ADP. Wow, his ADP on Fantasy Pros right now says he's still at twenty. If you could get Derrick Henry in the middle of round two, get the I fuck mean, out of here. Who's saying no to that? Literally who, nobody. Who, who is saying no to Derrick Henry in the middle of round two? I am running my virtual draft card up to the podium. If that is like, the case, are there? Are there concerns with Derrick Henry and are there concerns with the Titans offense as a whole? Yes, absolutely. Without a doubt. Yeah, but like who's going to fault you for picking Derrick Henry in the second round? Right. That That's my point is if I'm going to not make playoffs because Derrick Henry, who I took in round two, is not good, then I'm willing to die on that sword. Only, I'm, I'm okay with that. Only the most petty of Captain Hindsight's would be like, oh, you shouldn't have picked Derrick Henry in the second round. Right. It's like it's it's like at, at 110 with Ramondre Stevenson. Ramondre Stevenson, if I took him in the first round and he doesn't pan out, I would feel like an idiot. If Derrick, if I take Derrick Henry in round two and he doesn't pan out, 
I will not feel like an idiot at all because his name yeah. is Derrick Henry. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work and it's tough. But you you feel more stupid if you pass that up. Correct. Frankly. Correct. Correct. I, I would rather take the chance on it and be wrong versus not take the chance on it and be right and feel like an idiot. Yep. And uh, there's one more thing also that I, wa- I want to bring up and, and good call uh, on, uh, on Josh Jacobs. You reminded me uh, if Josh Jacobs does prolong this holdout and we're talking, you know, going into the regular season with Josh Jacobs uh, still holding out, which by the way, I don't think he's going to, I think the Raiders will agree a contract with him, you know, very much akin to like Barkley and, and, and Zeke. But Adam, say we get into the draft season and Josh Jacobs is not signed to a contract. Say we get to Labor Day weekend and Josh Jacobs does not have a contract with the Raiders. Where are you drafting him? Ooh, Labor Day is that's tough because Biggest I feel draft like weekend of the year. Well, right, and I feel like with those. With holdouts now, and you know, I this is they changed these rules like a while ago, but you know, holdouts aren't they hurt the player a lot more than they used to. Yeah, and you know, that's obviously to incentivize players to sign contracts uh, sooner or not hold out. So, I'd be a bit more worried if it was by Labor Day, because you know if. Josh Jacobs and his team is willing to take on basically all of those fines because that's basically, that's an entire preseason's worth and training camps worth of fines for not showing up to activities and holding out. Then it really does show that they're far apart on these contract negotiations. And I don't know if I would be comfortable with drafting him probably in the second, in like the mid to late second round, but still like, I feel weird about it. It's this is different than Derrick Henry where like there's reason to be skeptical about that working out. And I mean, you even have like the Le'Veon Bell situation, you know, that's a, I ju- literally just thought of that and remembered how much of a shit show that was in 2018 where people drafted Le'Veon Bell, you know, second overall, first overall, top three and thinking that his holdout would end in time for week one, you know, getting inklings. I remember we were doing this podcast in person at Hofstra talking about, Oh, Le'Veon Bell said he was going to come back in week eight, week nine, you know, deadlines passed and he ended up uh, sitting out for the entire season. So it's yeah. Going by that precedent. I wouldn't be too comfortable unless I, unless somebody said that like they were closer, they, they were like really close on a contract, but if, still, if, I wouldn't if feel great about that. that. Says Josh Jacobs is close to a contract. It, it won't matter. It won't matter. He'll, he'll, he'll go where he's normally going. Uh, if Josh, if Josh Jacobs is not signed, I'll give a very quick, simple answer. If Josh Jacobs is not signed to a contract and there is speculation as to whether or not he will be there for week one. And I am on the clock in, the back end of round three, early part of round four, I am comfortable taking that chance. Despite the murky contract status, I am willing to take that chance. Yeah, actually, I think I'm going to change my answer to that. Because, yeah. 
Plus, you probably have uh, good enough players in the first couple of rounds where you can, if he does, God forbid, miss the entire season with a holdout, then you can kind of soften that blow. Yeah, if you, if you take two running backs in rounds one and round two, and he's sitting there at the back end of round three, then it, that, that's really hard to turn down. That that's that's really really tough. Because say say you start your draft with like a Derrick Henry and, and like a Nick Chubb, let's just say, and then you could really round out your team with a Josh Jacobs in round three or round four. Like that's that's really tough to turn down. That's really really tough to turn down. But we are we're on the clock. <clears throat> There's one guy I'm looking at right away, and and, and I know it's boring. It's zero RB again, but chance to go Tyreek Hill and Jamar Chase. Like, sure. The Long Island in me is saying that's hot. Okay. Okay. That's hot. Fine. All right. Back. Tyreek. From the fish. Even though dolphins are mammals. From the Miami Dolphins. Okay, there we go. Nobody seems to understand that. Uh, okay. 2-7. Travis Etienne, Stefan Diggs, C.D. Lamb, Joe Mixon, Devontae Adams, Mark Andrews, Brees Hall, Aaron Jones. That sucks. I was hoping we were going to get Brees Hall. That that really stinks. Yeah, Brees Hall was going to be would have been fun. All right. I'm kind of th- thinking it's, it's another receiver. Well... I know that there's one guy that I'm sure you want to pick here. Oh, oh, I didn't even see him. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on. Okay, not. That's my son. Of course. That's my son. Uh, Great guy. I'll give it to you. Pick Amon Ross St. Brown. Oh, he's coming home. All right, this is interesting now. Okay, go ahead. Okay. A.J. Brown, Garrett Wilson, Najee Harris, Jalen Waddle, J.K. Dobbins. That's the end of round three. Round four is Keenan Allen, T. Higgins, Devonta Smith, Amari Cooper, Chris Olave. All right, so we're up here. <clears throat> we could go Mahomes. That'll be fun. We could go Hawkinson, which we haven't done yet. That would be very fun. Yeah. Actually, I think we should go Hawkinson just Done. because. Done. I, 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 I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. Then we can take a running back in round five. Yep. Cool. Done. Done. That was easy enough. All right. Here we are. Oh, I got I got to scroll up for you. That's what, that's what I'm here to do, right? Yes. Mainly. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dallas Goddard. Jameer Gibbs. Took you a second. Um, Dallas (laughs) Dallas Goddard, Jameer Gibbs, DK Metcalf, Dalvin Cook. That's the end of round four. Round five is Debo Samuel, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, Chris Goblin. Before Uh, before we provide insight for a second, who was the one in this podcast I called up and I quote, fucking dickhead? Who was that? Probably me. No, it wasn't you. Was it Jake? No, it wasn't Jake. It wasn't Jake. I, I, I'll think of it. I'll think of it. Was it your brother? No, no, it was. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't my brother. No, it wasn't. Um, I have to say, the quarterbacks in round five 
That's really good. Really good. Uh, if you missed if you missed the uh, divisional preview show, which we which we started, NFC West on Monday, AFC West on Thursday. Monday's program, we did. Jake and I did talk about Devo Samuel a uh, a whole heck of a lot. Um, pretty much, very much in line with what we've been saying about Debo Samuel all along. So, if uh, you want any more negative Debo Samuel insight, by all means, go for it. Maybe, maybe this is the better, the better uh, like plug. Jake and I do talk about when we would start to consider Debo Samuel. That's true. Oh, that's there, better there, than there just saying. There is an alternative universe that exists where Jake and I could have Debo Samuel on on one of our fantasy teams. That, that well, it is a, 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 a plausible outcome for something. Yes. Well, you know what's funny is we could have our cake and eat it too. Because Patrick Mahomes is here. I mean, <laughs> I'm not unopposed. <laughs> I mean, it'd be, it'd, this would be a very interesting team. Just kind of keep on ignoring running back and just seeing what pops. You know, if we could go Chase, Hill, St. Brown, Hawkinson, Mahomes, and just keep ignoring running back, it's a bold strategy, Cotton, but I kind of like it. Why not? This is weird coming from me. Fuck it. But Fuck it. let's do it. Oh, Adam, that's a top player we just drafted. You don't say. We sure did. Top player went QB3 in this draft. Here we go. Okay. Miles Sanders, DeAndre Hopkins, still a free agent. Michael Pittman, Terry McLaurin, Marquise Hollywood Brown. That is God awful for, for Hollywood. That is terrible. That's at the uh, 510. Uh, and then it was DJ Moore, Drake London. Oof, my uh, Not great. Not great. That's not bad for London. That's, that's, that's not, that's not bad. What's that? That's 51st overall. Uh, I'm at 57. It's fine. <clears throat> uh, Justin Fields, Alexander Madison, and Joe Burrow. Oh, I have to get used to seeing Alexander Madison be drafted this high. Rise, Alexander Madison. Rise, my young Padawan. Um. All right. Well, there's there's two guys that I'm looking that I'm looking at here. If we're gonna end this quarter this uh, quarterback run, it's Cam Akers. And it's Rashad White, who I believe I have higher than Damian Pierce, who is also here. Uh, let's see. I have it. Akers, White, Pierce. Um, I get it. Both of my children? Up well, to you, Adam. Let's go with Rashad White. It's going to be a reach. You ready for this? Yeah, I am. You ready? Yep. Bang. No. Huh. I don't know my own program. Well, it was after Rashad White, 6-7, we have Tyrell Lockett, your favorite player, Calvin Ridley, and then Damian Pierce and Mike Evans. That ends round six. At round seven, it is Kyle Pitts, Jerry Judy, Christian Watson, and Lamar Jackson. I keep saying this. Kyle Pitts in round late round six, early round seven. Give me that. Give me that. Like, yes, that is acceptable. Acceptable, exceptional, 
phantasmagorical, all, all, all the hip hop adjectives that you want that you want to throw in there. All it's of funny it. when you said that that's acceptable. I'm like acceptable. I guess it well, is acceptable. It is, it is. It is acceptable. It is acceptable. It's not the word I was looking for, but yeah, it, 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 <laughs> it is acceptable. It's so acceptable. Like, wait, what does that so even mean? <laughs> I would accept it. I would accept yeah. it. I would, but like, I, would, I would gladly accept it. It's a yes or no question. But is it acceptable or is, or is it unacceptable? There's no degree to it. But anyway, that's oh, it's very acceptable. I, yeah, yeah. Kyle Pitts, yes. Yes, please. And round seven. Yep. All right, we're in another situation potentially where we could um, double dip on players that bird that bird likes. I mean, you know what I'm going to say. Yeah, it's the highest guy in my ranks. Sure, K makers. <gasps> my son, my boy. <laughs> I feel like the noise cancellation is getting better on Zoom because I didn't hear a word of what you just said. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. It's, it's a value pick, Adam. Cam Akers, we've done it. We've done it. We have broken the meta. Cam Akers is now a value pick. Oh, That's hallelujah. Weird. Oh, hey, Bird, look who has a picture. <gasps> I've done it. We did it. This podcast, this podcast has done it. Ladies and gentlemen, how long have we been talking about Isaiah Pacheco not having a picture on here? Well, it would be since we started doing this mock draft series, which has been like a month and a half. He didn't have a picture last year when we were talking about it. That's true. This is like a year-long saga that has now come to an end. Isaiah Pacheco has a picture. Good for him. The man scored a touchdown in the goddamn Super Bowl. I hope he would have a picture. I know. For fuck's I mean, he sake. He doesn't care. He's a Super Bowl ring. True. That is very true. By the way, I don't know. Uh, this is like breaking the fourth wall here. I really don't know what's going on with like this front part of my hair. It's quite annoying. Uh, I'm trying to like tuck it back, but it just kind of wants to come out and party. So... Yeah, I'm I'm trying to main, maintain the beast here. So uh, yeah, apologize, apologize to you, Adam. It's okay. This is I'm why... very glad. I'm very glad this is only audio because video. My God, the 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 part here would be just coming out to play. Look at this. This is this is unacceptable. It's why I like having shorter hair, because uh, as I'm sure I've told you, I had a bowl cut when growing yes. up. Yes, yes, you have. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna put a hat on. Because this is this is now this is now bothering me. Okay, perfect. All right, we are uh, we're chilling now. The 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 part has uh, has exited the chat. I had a, I had a lot more hair, uh, and yes, it was it was a bowl cut. It was not great. Well, Adam, I I I had blonde highlights. So, are you sure you were born like two months before me, and not in 1989 or something? And you grew up in the 90s. Oh yeah, I, I I had blonde highlights. Uh-huh. You had yeah. frosted tips. No, no, no. My whole my whole head my whole head was like streaked blonde. Interesting. Yeah, that was a, that was a tough that was a tough time in my life. We don't talk about that too much. <laughs> we don't talk about that too much. But but 
I have two leagues that I that I'm in where one last place is I have to get a tattoo. Which I already know I already know how I get. I get something small on my wrist, which is not not a big deal, you know, whatever. Oh, they don't have to they don't like pick your tattoo? No, 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 no. You have to, you you could pick whatever you want. Oh. So that way it's that way it's not it's not um not damaging your reputation. Like they can't they can't put something uh that that's that's terrible. You know, they you get to pick f- what tattoo that you want. For the best, I think. Oh yes. Yes. It's it's much more doable. It's much more doable. That's number that's one. That's true. And then number two Another last place punishment is I would have to bleach my hair. Oh my god. That would be horrifying. I mean, do you see this olive skin right now? I am incredibly olive. This with bleach blonde? No. Uh-uh. Nope. It doesn't work. I look like I would look like I belong in InSync. Yeah, no, I can't even imagine myself with blonde hair, let alone you with you know very blonde hair honestly that wouldn't be wouldn't be a bad thing if they said if justin timberlake came to me and was like hey hey you want to be an insect you said it there adam yes <laughs> you like come on come on you have to give me credit that was that was I, no yeah when you're <laughs> funny you're funny <laughs> thanks adam thank you yeah how often am i funny all the time Sweet cheeks. Mwah. And people say that I'm never nice to you. You are you are nice to me. You are nice to me. You 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 put up with my bullshit. Not 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 many others would. All right. Well, we're here. And I haven't even read off the picks. Um, it's Deontay Johnson, Darren Waller, George Kittle, James Connor, Justin Herbert. That's the end of round seven. Round eight is Mike Williams, Trevor Lawrence. Our old friend Brandon Ayuk, Dakota Rain Prescott, and DeAndre Swift. Ah, uh, DeAndre Swift. I'm surprised he fell this far because he was suggested, you know, in our when we were up and we picked Cam Akers. Ah, uh, flippity gibbet. That stinks. Um, That's a new All one. right, so we're on the clock. You know who I really do kind of like, Adam? Are you going to say Christian two, Kirk? There's two guys. There's two guys that I'm kind of digging here in in round eight. It's Montgomery and it's Kirk. And I'm kind of digging Kirk. And we could have Christian Kirk as a flex. See, the thing is, oh, wait, no, they both have bye weeks of nine. Or they both have week nine bye weeks. Yeah. I was going to. Which is why I make sure sure we get a running back and that'll that'll cover it. Not a big deal. And make sure. So does Jamonte Williams, who's also here. So, and so is David I mean, Montgomery is also here, and Isaiah Pacheco is with Patrick Mahomes. So, yeah, either way, we, we already have. Yeah, we have a lot of by week ten guys. So, yeah. um, which is fine. Take the L week ten. It's fine. It happens. It does happen. I don't know. I think our receiver room is pretty good. We have three. We have three. We need a flex. That's true. And Christian well, we, Kirk, let me see what the difference is between Kirk and Montgomery for, in my overalls for anybody that, that's uh, that's curious. Uh, Kirk, I have at 60, and Montgomery I have at 63. Hmm. All right, so very similar. 
You know what? Go with Kirk. Great guy. Great guy. Actually, no, no bullshit, Adam. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. This might actually work out quite nicely. But no, no bullshit. I am really digging this team a lot. Yeah. I wonder why. All I know is that the first fucking expert to give it A plus better be me. <laughs> this is literally, this is a you team. You know what, Adam? The next episode for sixth overall, you take it. I won't say a word. What? And then at the, and then at the end, we see how you fare. If I graded your mock poorly, I would die. I would die laughing. Pressure's on. Do, 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 do you want me to just do a show by myself? You know that song, Adam? I do. Great. It's a great tune. It's a great tune. I was also thinking of Under Pressure by Queen. Under Pressure. Say the change in pressure. Never gonna lie to you. You know that, sing that song, Adam? Is it part of the same song? Uh, no, it's not no, under. No. It's not Queen. No, it's not Queen. It's not Queen. They are, they are a modern band. Oh, I don't. I don't know. Uh, that's the nineteen seventy five. Oh, great group. Matty Healy, great guy. All right. Well, round eight. Traylon Burks, Jahan Dotson, great, great pick. Um, that would have really put the chef's kiss on this bird centric fantasy team. <laughs> It did. It would. Uh, Traylon Burks, Jahan Dotson, George Pickens. I also want to say very quickly. Um, yeah. One of the guys that I wrote about in one of the fantasy pros columns, you picked, not me. <laughs> so you you took Rashad White for me. So thanks. Okay. Fine. Fine. Um. Yeah. So Traylon Burks, John Dotson, George Pickens, Daniel Jones. That's Daniel the end of round Jones, eight. Jones, the eighth round. What? Yeah. Before, before Deshaun Watson. Huh? Say what? And then it was Colton Sutton, Javante Williams, Jordan Addison, and Rashad Bateman. And now we can just take David Montgomery. We can. Yes, we definitely can. And we're going to. Can uh, we just Jordan, do that? Jordan Addison. <laughs> Jordan Addison, 83rd overall. I I have him at 86th. I just get a little worried that Jordan Addison, the price is going to get a little crazy. And I like Jordan Addison. I like him a lot. I know. One of your bold predictions was about Jordan Addison. Mm -hmm. I just worry that by the time we get to August, like what's his ADP right now? Uh, according to fantasy pros, it is see even like even ninety third overall. That's like round ten. That's not terrible, but I just have a feeling that we're going to get up to a point where Jordan Addison's going in like round seven, and I don't know if I'm going to be really on board with that. I don't know. But the upside is tremendous. Is tremendous, and I I will have my sh- my shares of Jordan Addison because well, I love him. I love him. All right, we'll take David Montgomery. Oh, what a steal! Unbelievable. Who would have thought? I like steals, Adam. Do you like steals? Because I like steals. (laughs) 
All right, nine six. You get Darius. a steal. You get a steal. We all get steals. Kadarius <laughs> Tony, Isaiah Pacheco, Juju Smith Schuster, Alvin Kamara, JSN. That's the that's the end of round nine. JS JSN really? What? Wait, what? J JSN is going higher than, than Addison. What? No, wait. In an eighty, well, in, in not the ADP, in yeah, in, in the ADP, J JSN is going eighty nine. Whoa, Ooh. well, that's crap. That, as the kids say, Adam, that is cray cray. Do they say that? That that, that is what the kids say. Yes, that that, that is that is indeed cray cray. <laughs> I'll take your word for that. That is that 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 is Looney Tunes. <laughs> that. <laughs> Wow. I mean, listen, I love my rookie receivers just as much as the next guy, but like, shit. I mean, JSN is going to be starting out as the number three guy. Right. Right. And Gino is his quarterback. Like, listen, I love Gino Smith. I was going to say, Adam, we, we, we do not accept slander of Gino Smith in this podcast. Gino is a gentleman. Yes, but it's, you know, Geno Smith is not exactly a model, the model of consistency. Fair. As far as quarterback play is concerned. Not yet anyway, but fair. Very, not very, very was, fair. And very he was reasonable. Draft, he was drafted 10 years ago, Bird. What do you mean not yet? Wait, Geno Smith was drafted 10 years ago? Yeah, 2013. <laughs> Why? Why? I know. I'm sorry. Why the fuck did you need to say that? I'm sorry. That's like, that's depressing, man. <laughs> yeah. I I, I, all right. All right. About, uh, about, let's see. 15 gray hairs just popped up. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Adam. Mm -hmm. Thanks. I, I remember exactly where I was when the Jets drafted Geno Smith. Me too. I was sitting on like I was sitting on my couch, and I was like, "Wow, the guy that maybe they should have taken in round one, they got in round two. I was like, "I'm not crazy about this pick." I think I still had I still had blind faith in Mark Sanchez. The Sanchez. The, the Sanchez. The 2012 was just going to be an aberration, but no, I was wrong. I was wrong. Well, um, well, Gino turned out to be a good pick, just not for the Jets. Yeah, nine years later, better late than never, Adam. Nine years and like five teams later. Better late than never. Basically, all of this to say, back to what our original point was, is that JSN has a lot more things going against him in Seattle, even though it's not like he's still going to be good, but he has a lot more things going against him in Seattle than Jordan Addison does in Minnesota. Agreed. A, a lot more roadblocks. Yes. Much, but, much, much more blind faith in Kirk Cousins than I do for Geno with Geno Smith in terms of fantasy. Yes. Uh, can you in, terms scroll, of a football, in terms of winning a football game, not at uh, not at one o'clock in the afternoon, I trust Geno more. Yeah, it depends on the time of the day. Yeah, depends. It strictly depends on the time. Time it's is like, very important. It's like the arguments of who would win in a fight, and it's like Batman with time to prepare and without time to prepare. Kirk Cousins is like, will he win this game? If will Kirk Cousins beat Tom Brady 
in his prime at 8.25 p.m. Eastern time? Yes, probably. Exactly. <laughs> but That's at what... 1 o'clock, he would get he would get creamed. Absolutely mauled. Yeah. So here's the team, very quickly. Patrick Mahomes, yep. Rashad White, Cam Akers, Jamar Chase, Tyreek Hill, Amador St. Brown, TJ Hawkinson, Christian Kirk, and David Montgomery. Now it's just about load, loading up this team and just finding some some lottery tickets so we could potentially go with. Um, yeah, but I don't think I read the. Did I read the rest of the the tenth round? No, you didn't. Because we were all talking about this JSN thing. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't read round ten. So, Brandon Cooks, James Cook, at Darnell Mooney, Antonio Gibson, Gabe Davis. I'm down for one of two things. I'm down for potentially a home run swing with AJ Dillon, or a safer play with Khalil Herbert. It would be kind of funny having Khalil Herbert and David Montgomery on the same team. I think I had that in one spot last year. <clears throat> yeah, but now they're not on the same team. Right. Which is why it's funny. Um, Yeah, let's go with Khalil Herbert. Cool. Oh, it's, it's a value, value pick. pick. It's a value pick. I, I mean, for fuck's sake. Dude, we're just good. We're good at this. We are good at this. All right, and then it was Jamison Williams, Jacoby Myers, Brian Robinson, and oh god, Michael Thomas. Ugh, next. And then in round eleven, it was AJ Dillon, Elijah. Give me, give me something. Give me, give me, give me a man after midnight. Come on, Adam. You know who sings that song? No. What? Sometimes, sometimes I think I'm good at music trivia, and then I go on to a podcast with you, and then realize I'm terrible at music trivia. Have you seen Mamma Mia? Oh, it's been so long. It's such a great film. You should watch it sometime. It is such a great film. I think I did. I have I watched it all the way through. I feel like I absorbed the premise of Mamma Mia by osmosis from the rest of my family, because you know. Growing up, that movie was and Broadway play was huge. It was like a cultural phenomenon. I had to close my jaw. You've never seen Mamma Mia in full? That's a crime. That's shameful. Mm. That's like saying you've never watched Sex in the City in full. I don't want to alarm you. Well, they, they, I mean, this is the guy that also hasn't seen Shawshank. Okay. Okay, fine. <laughs> Uncultured. Unbelievable. Um, uh, by the way, that was also um, ABBA. Oh. Oh. Oh, ABBA yeah. yes, of course, them. Yes, I know who ABBA is. Can you give me, a, can you give me another song? Another song by ABBA? I'm, I always sing once. I'm always singing once. No, I'm it, just saying, well, they, give, give me another another song by, by ABBA. You don't need to sing it. Oh, That's why I'm they, here. Is that Mama? Do they sing Mamma Mia? Like the song? Yes, they do. Very okay. good. Very good. The <laughs> one that I was also looking for was Dancing Queen. Oh, that's fucking also from Mamma Mia. Yes. <laughs> Probably the most iconic song from Mamma Mia. And this guy is like, did they sing Mamma Mia? From Mamma Mia. Let's say it's in the. Listen. I'm not, nope, not, I'm not mad. I'm not mad about this. <laughs> the, the way your voice just went up. <laughs> This is this is something you need to know about me. When I get very mad, my voice goes <laughs> oh, I up. Know. Oh, I know. My, my voice goes up like 
an octave. <laughs> oh, I heard it. Oh, I heard it. It doesn't come out very often, but when it does, priceless. It's a it's a weird quirk. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good. I enjoyed that. Well, after Elijah Gimme Gimme Something was Quentin Johnston and Tyler Algier. Go Cougars. Go Cougars. That's right. I still live here. You do. I need to go to a game. I might go to a game this fall, actually. You should. Because they're playing uh, the Bearcats of Cincinnati. And my brother-in-law might come and visit because he's an alum. We're on to Cincinnati. We're on to Cincinnati. We're on to Cincinnati. Um, Except now Cincinnati is on the Provo. We're on the Provo. We're on the clock. Um, there are no receivers here, which kind of stinks. Uh, we could go tight end. We have TJ Hawkinson. We do. We can go with another if we want. Or we or we go with Samaj P. Ryan. What about Jamal Williams? We could go Jamal. Who do I have higher? Do I have Jamal Williams higher? Or do I have Samaj P. Ryan? Curious. This is more me talking. Uh, I have Jamal Williams a lot higher. Almost 20 spots. Send us Jamal. All right. Print it. Jamal. Oh, look at that. A value Ad- pick. Adam with the value pick. Good job, Adam. And we're we still get like, like well, well, I don't know if we're going to draft some AJP run considering we have a thousand running backs, but we might get an A in this draft. We could if we want to. All right. Then it was Alan Lazard, Jets the legend. Lizard. Michael Gallup, Damian Harris, took me a second, uh, Rondell Moore, Zay Jones, that's the end of round 11, round 12, Evan Ingram, Rashad Penny, Donald Peoples-Jones, Zachary Charbonnet, and Adam Thielen. Go back to the NFC West show. Jake and I have a nice little debate about Zach Charbonnet, if you want to call it that, if you want to call it a debate. Um, All right, so we're on the clock here. There's a value here that is just way too good to pass up. And it's either Deshaun Watson or it's Pat Fryermuth. I was thinking one, about Fryermuth. Either one, I know the that, value is way too good. I know that you were thinking about taking a tight end here. Yeah, so, Fryermuth, I have it 74th in my ranks. and we'll be drafting him at 116th overall. If that's not a steal, move. I don't know what is. Let's do it. It's a steal. Watch. Bang. Bang. Look at that. Do I know my program? Do I know my program? I know yes, my program. All right. And Hunter Renfro, Tyler Boyd, Samaji P. Ryan, Dalton Schultz. Mr. Schultz. Mr. Schultz. Mr. Schultz. Noted Utah, Dalton Schultz. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. He, he didn't go to the University of Utah. That's Dalton. No, that's the other Dalton. Yeah, that's the other Dalton. Dalton Kincaid. Great guy. All right. Well, I'm going to let you read the first pick of the 13th round. Who is it? Who is it? Oh, 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 my God. That just burned out my fucking eardrums. Oh, my God. I have to go back and look at that. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. With the first pick in round 13, the Storm Hoopers select to attack Leviliola, QB Alabama. That's a good name. That's a good team name. Storm Hoopers. For Netflix and chill is, is, uh, is, is, is pretty kinky. Not going to lie. 
Oh, <laughs> honestly, it's pretty crazy. What? Not to, I'm not touching. I'm not touching I, that. I see what they're into. I see what they're into, and it's okay. Different strokes for different folks, right, honey? <laughs> I no comment. Um, <laughs> no comments. <laughs> I would say that we're a family show, but <laughs> welcome, welcome to a weekend at the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. Please do not bring your children. It is not suitable. It is not suitable for them. I'm also partial to um, Reese's Pieces and Hey Darnold. Those are both phenomenal team names. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Stairway to Evans. That's a great one also. Lamb to the Slaughter. My God. That's That's a brutal one. My God. I don't like that get, one. Get, get, oh. get, get Pete on the horn. Um, yeah, Aiko the Storm, not crazy about. Tony and Clyde is kind of funny. I like that. I like that. That's clever. Uh, Drake London calling. Eh, it's whatever. But yeah, anyway, that's that, those are all the team names. We should do that all the time. Um, after Tua Tagovailoa, whatever. After Tua. I'm not even going to try and say it the way that you say it because I just can't. Labiliola, QB Alabama. After that pick, I'll just say it the normal way going forward. Um, it was Nico Collins, Zay Flowers, and Sean Watts. Sweetheart. God, if we didn't... Oh, you're going to draft Aaron Rodgers? Thank you. Welcome. I feel like we did this last time. The last time I, I was I, here. I don't know if I did, but I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll give you one. I'll give you one because I, I, I like it a little bit. All right. After we drafted Aaron Rodgers, it was Alec Pierce, Tyler Higby, David Njoku, Geno Smith, Chigo Conquo, Off Chig, Jet McKinnon, Odo Beckham, Anthony Richardson. Kirk Anthony Cousins. Richardson will not be available the 14th round. Mark my words. Uh, yeah, no, people are probably going to draft him higher than that. As Bird is checking the ADP. Yes. He, he, Adam, that is just great podcasting. You knew exactly what I was doing. He's going 114th overall. He's he, he, he's getting up there. Yeah. Well, I know that every time you look at your second monitor, you're either looking at notes or ranks or checking ADP. You got that right. It's <laughs> one of those three. Always. Um, after Andrew I Richardson, am a dedicated radio professional. Yes. After Richardson, it was Kirk Cousins and then Cole Komet. And now we're up. We'll just take Elijah Mitchell. And to steal. Added to the million running backs that we already have. And we'll take we'll just take the best receiver here. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter at this point. Uh we'll go with DJ Chuck DJ Chuck I didn't even let you read out the picks. I'm an idiot. I'll read them out. I'll read them out. Give your vocal cords a rest. Okay, that's fine. I'm good with that. So after we took Elijah Mitchell, that was my fault. That was my fault. I apologize. I just jumped the gun. It was Jeff Wilson, then Greg Dolchich, Russell Wilson, Allen Robinson to close out round 14, Leonard Fournette, Kenny Gainwell, Devin Singletary, Sky Moore. We took DJ Chark in round 15. Do, 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 do. Raheem Mostert, John Mechie, Kareem Hunt, Devin A. Chain, and Kendra Miller to close out round 15. 
Then the Niners defense, Cowboys defense, Bills defense, Eagles, Jets, we're up. We'll take the Patriots because why not? That'll make Adam really, really, really happy inside. After we took the Patriots, it was the Broncos, the Steelers, Justin Tucker, Colts D, Robert Gold. Okay. Uh, Baltimore D, Tyler Bass, Daniel Carlson. Um, as Why don't you take Robbie Cole, Robbie Gold over Harrison Bucker or Evan McPherson, who have so, were signed with teams? So, Adam, I want to dedicate this next pick. I want to dedicate this next pick to my uh, my 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 little brother. Oh, he really? loves this man. He loves this man. He, he affectionately calls him, and I quote, "Young Thotty." That would be. Mr. Young Way Koo. Then it was Harrison Butker, Evan McPherson, Nick Falk, Jason Sanders, Jake Elliott, and our final grade is an A minus. Here is the full team before we get Adam's thoughts. Patrick Mahomes, Rashad White, Cam Akers, Jamar Chase, Tyreek Hill, Amaro St. Brown, TJ Hawkinson, Christian Kirk, Pat's D, Young Thotty, Young Way Koo, David Montgomery, Khalil Herbert, Jamal Williams, Pat Fryermuth, Aaron Rodgers, Elijah Mitchell. And DJ Shark, do 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 do. Adam, your thoughts, please. And he really canceled out the goodwill that you fostered for picking Aaron Rodgers by picking the Patriots. D. How dare how dare you do that? Listen, listen. You know what? It happens. It happens. I'm I'm not on here, so I I can't I can't say that I that I that I like this team based on based on my uh, based on my ranks. But I I I do like this team. Like no, no bullshit, no bet. I like this team a real you does. lot. Not just the ranking version of you, the expert version of you, the real version of you likes this team, and I like this team too. I think that you know we probably made a it's probably one of the best things you could do if you're thinking about going zero RB. Like, and it's kind of funny because. I feel like guys that we wanted just kept like falling into our laps. Like I'm thinking about the Patrick Mahomes um, pick where, you know, we took TJ Hawkinson thinking that we weren't going to get Mahomes and then we ended up getting him. Maybe we were more used to, you know, having to wait an eternity between picks when we had, when we were at the top of the draft Um, and we'll have to deal with that again when we're at the bottom of the draft. But um, you know, this has kind of turned me around to being in the middle because uh, you're more, I feel like you're more likely after you make one of your picks, like, yeah, I don't know what I was, where I was going with that. But I I guess, yeah, I dig this. I dig this a lot. And I think as Adam, as Adam said, he's, he's a hundred percent right. When he talked about how being in the middle of the draft, we had certain guys that felt us, I actually kind of felt like while that is true, I also felt like that there were times where guys didn't fall to us that made us go in different directions and actually helped us build the team a little bit better. Like, for instance, with TJ Hawkinson in round four, we were looking to maybe go running back there. Maybe we were thinking about going with Mahomes there, but we could have gone with Mahomes and we, we ended up going that way in round five anyway. But with the running backs, we were looking at that point. We we're looking at Cam Akers. We were looking at Miles Sanders. We were looking at Rashad White there as well. And at the end of the day, we just said, you know what? Let's just go with the tight end. Keep on embracing zero RB. And it turned out okay. Like, I'm looking at the the options that we have with 
Jamar, Tyreek, St. Brown, Hawkinson, Mahomes. Like, that's your first five rounds. And a full-point PPR in a three-receiver, that is outstanding. Like, I I, I don't know a fantasy manager that would look at that team and just say, oh, yeah, that's that's a bad start. I'm a little pissed that I am – that I'm lacking in the RB department. And honestly, I really don't think we are lacking in the RB department. I think Rashad White and Cam Akers are are really, really fine options. David Montgomery is a very safe option. If Khalil Herbert could be the guy in in Chicago and we get him in the 10th round, good stuff. If Kamara is suspended, Jamal Williams would be a starter for sure. If Christian McCaffrey goes down, Elijah Mitchell, we have him. So we have plenty of options in this this running back room. Maybe the one thing that if I were to change, maybe I would go with maybe taking more lottery shots later in in this draft and going with more younger guys instead of going with the likes of Elijah Mitchell and DJ Chark. That might be what I would do. But outside of that, I really don't have a lot of of complaints uh, about this team. I like it a whole heck of a lot. I actually think this is our highest graded team, believe it or not. I think so too. Um, and yeah, I really do like what we did with uh, this team. And just like when you're talking about how players being picked made us change our strategy. I mean, that was literally, we didn't know we were going to go zero RB going into this draft. We picked Jamar Chase because he was there. And, you know, then we just in the second round, in the middle of the second round, it was like, oh, here's Tyree Kill. And we kind of just went from there. This is a really good case study in the art of adapting while you're drafting. And yes. you know you can hear it play out in real time as we are going through this. I talk about it all the time and Adam Adam says it just as much as I do that it is so so important that you can't go into a draft with a set plan. You can do that in the first round, no problem. If you're sitting at one one or one two, you could do that. Yeah, no, no, no problem. But you can't go into the draft with a set plan because odds are what you plan out or what people say or what people you know tell you they're going to do is not what they do. And everyone knows in fantasy football, there's no such thing as loyalty. Loyalty goes out the window, and people show their true colors. Also, remember that you're drafting with humans and not robots. Correct. But this is this is a great a great platform to use. Um, I know that um, NFL finally got their mock drafts uh, their mock draft uh, database up and running. I know that ESPN has had theirs up since May. I know that Sleeper has their mock drafts are going right now. I don't know if CBS does. I haven't checked. I don't know if Yahoo does. I haven't checked there either. But I'm sh- I'm sure they do because we're about to we're about to go into July. And if they and if they don't, then they are they're they're really really slacking. Yeah, and I really do love this platform and what they do with mock drafts and you know also the the they're insights on picks and yeah they're great not sponsored but um, hell if they want to sponsor they want to sponsor us go for it that'd be great but currently it's not but they're they're still a great platform for sure my well, people my people yes well um, just to fill you in on some upcoming plans for for the show and everything um bird and jake will be doing more division previews uh bird and i over the weekend will be doing a reaction like a baseball talk podcast reaction for nba and nhl free agency yep that'll be out monday morning which is gonna be really fun and also i mean 
know, we're recording this on Wednesday, so watch the NHL draft. Well, actually, this will be out on Saturday, but and yeah. Adam, spo- spoiler alert: Connor Bedard went number one. Oh, who would have thought? Yeah, sorry. I, I don't know if you had that in your DVR and you wanted to see the suspense for who was going to go number one, oh. but you know, I thought yeah. that you know Connor Bedard would fall all the way to like twenty three or wherever the Rangers are picking. 23, 23, 23. Yeah. I, I, you know, I really thought so too. I, I had this, this small inkling. Yeah. Who would have thought that, you know, all these teams would be like, no, I don't want to overthink it. Or all these teams are just overthink the first overall pick or their picks. And Connor Bernard fell to the end of the first round. Who'd well, on, uh, well, honest, honestly, if the Rangers, if the Rangers were number one overall and took Connor Bedard, he would still be playing on the third line, and he would just be a fucking uh, checking center. Honestly, somehow we'd find a way to fuck him up. Maybe we'd turn him into Barkley Goodrow. Probably, honestly, current day Barkley Goodrow, not like Stanley Cup champion Barkley Goodrow either. Yeah, current day Barkley Goodrow, who is uh, who is on a absolutely. Disgusting, ludicrous contract. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's uh, those are our plans. And thank you for listening to this episode of the Basin Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. You can find all episodes wherever you get your podcasts. For my co-host at Birdsall, I'm Adam Castor. We'll talk to you next time. Bye bye.